You're all local for Wednesday, the 31st of August, 2022. Good morning. I'm John Little. You know, DFW Airport got no rain yesterday, but some areas of North Texas got four to five inches. That's weather for you. Today, more scattered showers and storms with a high near 90 degrees. The Fort Worth School District has a new superintendent. KRLD's Austin York has the update. Angelica Ramsey, the superintendent of the Midland School District, is the lone finalist to lead the Fort Worth School District. Dr. Ramsey holds a bachelor degree from the University of the Pacific, a master's degree from the University of Texas at El Paso, and a doctorate in educational leadership from Liberty University. She says she will work closely with teachers to make sure they stay in the profession. Making sure that they receive the professional development that they need, not a one-size-fits-all, but something that they need, and spending time in the classroom. So I do spend two days a week out in schools. It allows me the time to have those informal conversations with teachers. A 21-day waiting period will now begin with final action expected to take place at a board meeting in September. From the 24-hour news center, Austin York News Radio 1080 KRLD. They put new safety plans in place in an effort to better protect students inside schools, and members of the Texas School Safety Center will start auditing schools to make sure they comply. Schools will be selected at random. Police and district leaders will be informed that they'll show up within the month. The security audits start next month. A 16-year-old student is facing a felony charge after being accused of making a terroristic threat against Frisco High School. Police say they learned about the social media threat Sunday afternoon. They were quick to identify the student. The teen was arrested without incident and taken to the Denton County Juvenile Detention Center. Extra police have been stationed at Frisco High School this week as a precaution. A Mesquite ISD teacher's aide is under arrest for alleged sexual assault and improper relationship with a student. Police say 22-year-old Brian Garcia was communicating with students through phone apps throughout the spring of this year. It's not entirely clear what those exchanges consisted of, but Garcia was arrested yesterday on two counts of sexual assault of a child and one count of indecency with a child. A memorial service is set tonight at Texas Wesleyan for a student who was killed over the weekend. Here's KRLD's Kurt Lewis. Charles Trammell has now been identified as the Good Samaritan killed over the weekend, helping fellow students change a tire on the Highway 287 ramp to I-30 near downtown Fort Worth. Police determined Trammell was hit by a car and knocked over the side, falling 60 feet to his death. The accused drunk driver, Mikel Lopez, remains locked up on a charge of intoxicated manslaughter. Trammell played football at Wesleyan, and the athletic department has issued a statement mourning his loss. Trammell's 21st birthday would have been today. Tonight on campus, friends, former teammates, classmates, and others will gather for a vigil in his memory. From the 24-Hour News Center, Kurt Lewis, News Radio 1080, KRLD. A Euless man faces a murder charge following another drunk driving crash. KRLD's LP Phillips has the update. 41-year-old Joel Calderon already had two drunk driving convictions before police say he got into an accident with a motorcycle June 5th in Irving. They say he was drunk then, too. The wreck happened about 2 in the morning June 5th on the Bush Turnpike in Irving. Killed in the accident, 29-year-old Hillary Phoebus and 28-year-old Luis Torres. Police say this was Calderon's third drunk driving accident. This time, a Dallas County grand jury has leveled two murder indictments against Calderon. Each carries a possible life sentence. Calderon is still locked up on a million dollars bond. From the 24-Hour News Center, L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080, KRLD. New regulations require natural gas companies in Texas to winterize their equipment to prevent power outages like the one in February of 2021. But critics of the plan say penalties for noncompliance could put the grid at risk again. KRLD's Bailey Friday has the latest. 
the Texas Railroad Commission is giving companies two options, either winterize or face fines. But some watchdog groups say it is still not enough and that companies could choose to pay small fines rather than spend a lot to modernize. It means that we're still uncertain, you know. Virginia Palacios is leader of the watchdog group Commission Shift. She tells NBC5 more could be done to prevent blackouts. We we still don't know if we could have other, you know, major power outages across the state if we run into another extreme weather event. On the other hand, supporters think the new rules are the perfect balance that Texas needs to protect its population, but it can't overregulate. The Public Utility Commission passed similar regulations on power generators last October. Bailey Friday News Radio 1080 KRLD. Federal prosecutors wrap up their case against a massive health care fraud operation in North Texas. KRLD's Stephen Pickering has more. Prosecutors say the CEO of a hospice agency in Dallas led the scheme to defraud Medicare of $27 million. In all, 13 defendants associated with Novus Health Services either pled guilty or were convicted on fraud, conspiracy, and other charges. They received a combined 84 years in prison. Prosecutors say the company paid kickbacks to doctors to enroll first-time hospice patients to get around Medicare regulations and that officials with the company who were not doctors made decisions about medications and patient treatment without consulting with any medical professionals. From the 24-Hour News Center, Stephen Pickering, News Radio 1080 KRLD. Sports, the Rangers fall to the Astros 4-2 last night. They wrap up a quick two-game set this afternoon at 105 against the Strohs.